What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Rockhound Radio, the segment known as The Couch in the Dungeon, brought to you by the Dungeon Master. So today's episode, well, all right, well, start off. Last week's episode was about uh, running a session zero, and this is a part two of that episode. So this would be episode four, part two, character creation. So with that being said, let's go ahead and jump straight into today's episode. So when you are starting your first or a new character in general, the first thing you're probably going to want to do is have an idea of how you want to play your character. Now, I am thinking the the character that we're making today is going to be a bit of a bounty hunter. And... I definitely want the race to be Dragonborn. So we're going to flip to the page of Dragonborns in the book. This is your player's handbook. The basic uh, book that you need to get started playing Dungeons and Dragons. And it's going to list the Dragonborn. It's going to have a little bit of dra- about Dragonborn. Uh, their cl- clans. It's going to list some names. And then it's going to list your Dragonborn treats. So with the ability scores, uh, I'm automatically going to get a strength increase of 2 and a an in- charisma increase of 1. Dragonborns, uh, they age fairly quickly. So by the time they reach 15, they're considered full adulthoods. Uh, alignment, really that's your choice. Uh, size, their size is medium, their base walking speed is 30 feet, and then Draconic Ancestry is, depending upon what color of Dragonborn you choose to be, so you got black, blue, brass, bronze, copper, gold, green, red, silver, or white, and what this means is each one of them has a different damage type for they get access to a breath weapon and they also get resistance to whatever that type of damage is that they are. So if you choose to be like, all right, so we're going to choose to be a blue dragonborn. So that means we get a breath attack of a five foot wide, 30 foot line. That means it can, I can launch lightning, uh, a five foot wide so anything five feet in front of me 30 feet long so anything within that range of 30 feet and it's going to do lightning damage and i'm also going to have resistance to any lightning damage which will come in handy if i happen to fight say a mage that has witch bolt it's going to do half damage even if he no matter how many what spell level he hits me with no matter how high he rolls i'm only going to take half damage for that and languages, I'm going to automatically know Draconic and Common. So, now that I've picked my race, I'm going to pick my class. And your classes are Barbarian, Bard, Cleric, Druid, Fighter, Monk, Paladin, Ranger, Rogue, Sorcerer, Warlock, and Wizard. Now we've covered uh, some races and classes in our first couple of episodes. 
And uh, the f- class that we are going to pick for our blue dragonborn, who I am going to name Frodar the Wild, is going to be a fighter. Now, at level one, we're going to get quite a decent amount of choices at level one. And, of course, we've already gone over and we've covered uh, a little bit on every class that's in the player's handbook. So, at level one, the fighter is going to get a plus two proficiency bonus. He's going to get to choose a fighting style and he's going to have access to second wind. His hit dice is going to be 1d10, so at every level I get to roll 1d10, and then I get to add my constitution modifier to that. I'm going to be proficient with all armor and shields, simple weapons, martial weapons, No, I don't have any proficiency with tools, and I get proficiency with saving throws for strength and constitution. Now, in the player's handbook, it'll break down creating a fighter, and then it'll give you some options for a quick build. And this is this, and it recommends a subclass, like what some, uh, like intelligence if you wanted to be an Eldridge Knight for your subclass. And then it gives you, from the quick build, it gives you a breakdown for a background pick so we're going to be so for us planning ahead at level three when we pick our subclass we are going to be picking the subclass eldridge knight because that's going to give my bounty hunter access to some magic and it's also going to allow him to create a magical bond between himself and up to two weapons i can only bond with one weapon i can bond with one weapon for an hour and then i can bond with a separate weapon for an hour and have two bonded weapons and that will allow me as a bonus action to instantly as long as my weapon is on the same plane of existence i will be able to instantly cause it to appear in my hand but you can only summon one at a time um, like I said, this is going to give me access to wizard cantrips. I get to pick two wizard cantrips at level three and at level two, obviously you're going to act, unlock your, um, action surge. And at level five, we're going to unlock an 11, uh, second attack and um so that's going to be very useful now you're going to move on so after you pick your class after you get your race and then you decide what level you're going to be so we're going to be we're creating a character at level three today not at level one next thing you're going to want to do is roll for your ability scores now what you're going to do is you're going to take four 
six-sided dice, and you're going to roll. And you're going to do this six times. And what you're going to do is you're going to take your three highest number dice. You're going to add those numbers together. And um, that's going to be your ability score. So what I do is I roll all six times, get my six numbers, and then I decide what scores I'm going to put them on. So what we rolled, we rolled a 12 for strength. Now remember, I get a plus two on my strength. So that bumps it up to 14. For my dexterity. Ooh, we rolled... A 16, which is impressive. Uh, for my constitution, we rolled a 16 as well. For my intelligence, we rolled a 16 again. Now, again, you're going to want your intelligence to be high with the subclass that I took because your intelligence is what affects your spellcasting abilities. Next is my wisdom. Oh, I rolled a seven, so I'm going to take a negative two on my modifier. So any modifiers I roll that use my wisdom modifier, instead of adding anything, I'm going to be subtracting two, which is pretty rough. It's going to be a little rough, but that'll be some very, very fun role-playing capabilities. And last but not least, oh, I rolled terrible for that for my charisma. Now, I do get a plus one on my charisma, so I rolled a seven, and with my plus one, that'll make it an eight. So instead of a minus two modifier, I will be taking a minus one modifier. Again, that's going to lead to a lot of very fun role-playing capabilities i'm going to try and persuade somebody i'm going to try and deceive somebody i'm going to try and intimidate somebody and i'm going to roll a night or you know i might roll a 19 i might roll a nat 20 and be like all right well what's your modifier oh minus one so it's actually a 19 um it, like i said yeah that's going to lead to a lot a lot a lot of really fun Roleplay capabilities. So now that we've got our ability scores. Um, we're going to be moving on to. Taking our backgrounds. So when you get to the chapter about backgrounds. It also talks about your personality. Um, there is a. T <laughs> there is a table. That you can use to determine your height or weight and then there's some dice that you can roll if you want to add or subtract uh, there's also a portion on the character sheet where you fill out your alignment your gender your age uh, whatever faith you might have and whatever gods are related to uh, the realm that you're in your size which uh, your size would be in my case medium uh, your height your eyes, what your hair color might be, and your weight. And then there's also places for your personality traits, ideals, bonds, and flaws. We will go over that in just a second. But your... So each 
background has uh, some different that gives you grants access to different proficiencies, different languages, uh, some different starting equipment. They'll also list some of the suggested suggested characteristics for like your personality traits and ideals. Uh, so going through in the book, we have backgrounds: the acolyte, the charlatan, the criminal, entertainer, guild artesian, hermit, noble, outlander, sage, sailor. Soldier and Urchin. Now I'm going to choose Soldier, which is going to give me skill proficiencies in athletics and intimidation, one type of gaming set, and land vehicles. It's also going to give me an, insign an insignia of my rank, a trophy taken from a fallen enemy, a dagger, broken blade, or a piece of a banner, a set of bone dice or deck of cards, a set of common clothes and a pouch containing 10 gold. And then it's going to list uh, what your speciality was, was as you were a soldier. And you can either pick one or you can roll a D8 to determine it. And then uh, you can work with your DM to determine what your military rank was. And that gives you access to the former military, assuming that you left in good standing, though you still have, they'll still recognize some of your authority and influence depending upon your rank, and you might be able to requisition simple equipment or horses for temporary use. And you can usually get access to friendly military encampments and fortresses where you're recognized. So that's really cool. And I feel like that will definitely come in handy during my bounty hunting adventures. <sighs> now for your starting equipment. For your starting wealth, there is a table to determine how much money you'll have. So for my fighter, it's 5d4. Some of them are like... It's 5d4 times 10. So I'll read 5d4 and then... Whatever that number is, I would multiply it by 10. So I got 2, 4, 6, 8, 9. So I would take 9 times 10. And then it has a breakdown of what your coinage is worth, how much, um, how many, one gold is worth so many copper, so many silver. And then for our equipment, you would get to choose where. So with the starting equipment for my fighter, I got to choose chainmail or leather armor with a longbow and 20 arrows, a martial weapon and shield or two martial weapons. A light crossbow and 20 bolts or two hand axes. And then there's also a dungeoneer's pack or a 
Explorer's Pack. And in the equipment section of the book, it breaks down uh, and shows the armor, a table for the armor, what they are, how much, and it does the same. There's a table for how long it takes to put armor on and how long it takes it off. And then there is a table for all of your weapons. Shows what their damage dice is, what kind of damage they do, like bludgeoning, piercing, slashing. And then it lists their properties and their weight. So you'll have to... uh, And then it lists some of the other equipment in here that would be listed in like... um, your Dungeoneers pack, and there's a table for all of that that shows how much it's worth. So, and a lot of that's up, you know, working with your DM. So, at first level or third level, when I take a spell, my sub called my Eldritch Knight spell subclass, I get access to two cantrips from the wizard spell list and I chose firebolt and friends and then you also get access to three spells with two spell slots so for that I chose witch bolt shield and magic missile and each of those so in the book each class has all of its spells listed and then further in it has spell descriptions and each of those is in alphabetical order so you you just have to look at your class look see what spell you have and then look through now obviously if you're online using an online resource like maybe D D or beyond or something else it's much much more guided uh D beyond everything is there you just click on it, it pulls it up, you can read it, I mean, you can go through, and you can buy your books on D&D Beyond, so you can have a whole bunch of different books, and have everything all set up, but, after I choose the magic, that's about wrapping up what we're going to have for Frodar the Wild, and at the end, I mean, we're looking at his spell casting abilities, his spell casting ability modif- is intelligence, his DC is 13, and his spell attack bonus is a, f- a plus 5. Now that's uh, fairly impressive, and I apologize, I said I took Firebolt and Friends, I took Firebolt and Frostbite. So I got a little bit of fire, a little bit of ice, and then a little bit of lightning with Witch Bolt, and then Magic Missile is a force damage. So I got a wide array of damages that I can do. Um, For my bonds and personality traits, I chose for personality traits, I am always calm no matter what the situation is. I never raise my voice or let my emotions control me. Ideals. Honor. I don't steal from others in the trade. I'm loyal to my friends, not to any ideals, and everyone else can take a trip down. Sticks, for all I care. And Bounty Hunter. I am a bounty hunter to help rid the world of those that hurt the innocent. 
My ill-gotten gains go to support my family. Someday I wish to return to the monk that trained me. Uh, so his backstory is he spent the beginning of his childhood uh, training to be a monk. And then he was forced to join the military where he served the military for a number of years and was discharged with honor. And then decided to take up bounty hunting to supplement his income on his way home and kind of realized the good he was doing taking out the bad guys bringing them in making a little bit of coin a lot of the coin that he gets he donates to whatever local uh chair not i guess not really charity but you know like the local orphanage or something like that and then his flaws, if there's a plan, I'll forget it. If I don't forget it, I'll ignore it. There's an innocent person in crime, in prison for a crime that I committed. And I'm kind of okay with it. I can overestimate my, my ability sometimes and take on jobs that are beyond my capabilities. And uh, my character appearance, I stand about five foot. 11 inches, very thickly scaled with a deep blue hue, my head being a slightly lighter hue, and when not letting armor, and while often not wearing armor, letting my scales show the few scars and battle wounds I carry as proof of my victories. My legs are covered by rugged and well-worn leathers. I hope you guys found my kind of ragged walkthrough on making a character sheet helpful and if not let me know and if it was very helpful also let me know and i will be hearing from you guys next saturday